0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong and grow stronger in our faith, to focus on our relationship with God and upon our soul's salvation. We encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological uh, uh, measures with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. Since faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17, you may help somebody grow in their faith and even get to heaven. And that'll be a great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study today. I don't want to ask you a question. Would you like a second chance at life? Intriguing question, isn't it? It could be a soul-searching question as far as how should I answer this. I want to talk to you about the god of second chances. A reporter asked Winston Churchill one time what prepared him to risk political suicide by speaking out so strongly so early against Adolf Hitler. Well, it was not necessarily a popular position to take in the early days of the beginning confrontation. Churchill said he thought it might have been the time he had to repeat a grade in elementary school. I wonder how many people would have even conceived that Winston Churchill, the master communicator as he was probably known by a great many people at that time, how many would have thought that he could have possibly had to have repeated a grade in elementary school? You mean you failed a year in grade school? The reporter asked incredulously. He was stunned, apparently. Churchill retorted indignantly. I never failed anything in my life. I was always given a second opportunity to get it right. Ha, what a great philosophy. What a great line of thought. You see, how many tries did it take Thomas Edison to get the correct filament in order to invent the light bulb that ultimately became the standard for our culture and around the world Oh, no, he didn't get it wrong once or twice or ten times or a hundred times even, but it was thousands of times. And somebody asked him, the report is, that if he was discouraged at having failed so many times. And his response was similar to Winston Churchill's. He said he, he had not failed, he knew he had learned. However many thousand times that he had tried to find the right filament, he had learned that those did not work. He considered that a success, working his way to the absolute success of finding the correct filament that would work so effectively and for such an extended period of time. Again, what a great mindset, a positive way of looking at things. Sometimes we need to learn the lesson of this did not work because that helps us find what does work to succeed. So Winston Churchill said, I never failed at anything in my life. I was always given a second opportunity to get it right. Thank God for second chances, second chances. Most of us need a second opportunity to get it right in life in a whole lot of different ways. God is more than willing to give us that opportunity. Opportunity. Remember what Ephesians 2 and verse 4 says. In fact, that is a great text that teaches us about God's grace. Ephesians chapter 2, and I want us to begin with verse 4. And here the apostle Paul writes, Ephesians 2 beginning with verse 4, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus." that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Now, what does verse 4 say again? God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, Even when we were dead in trespasses, what are the trespasses? Just another word for sin. Now, what does he mean by dead in sin? The wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and verse 23. He made us alive, however, together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. The rest of Romans 6 and verse 23, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. The gift of God is eternal life, eternal salvation in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, God the Son. God rich in mercy? Mercy is the philosophy of a second chance. God's grace? oh What does Paul say? When we were dead in our sins... And until we come to God through Jesus Christ, we're all dead in our sins. Remember Romans chapter 3, verses 9, 10, and a couple verses following. There is none righteous, no, not one. Verse 23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. When we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. "'raised us up together and made us sit together "'in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, "'that in the ages to come he might show "'the exceeding riches of his grace "'in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. "'For by grace you have been saved through faith.'" Yes, only by God's grace can we be saved. Now, we need to understand we've talked about that many, many times through these today's Bible class studies, we're not talking about something that, that God bestows upon us whether we want it or not. We're not talking about grace being absent of obedience. God saves us by his grace. But notice that it also says, by grace you have been saved through faith. And saving faith is obedient faith. We come to God through Jesus Christ obediently. We obey the gospel message of salvation through being baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, Acts 22 and verse 16, Mark chapter 16, verse 15 and 16. Saving faith is obedient faith. But even when we have come to God in the way that he has instructed that we come, we don't save ourselves. We have not earned that salvation. It's by God's grace that we're saved. He saves us by his grace. But note again, that first identity that Paul lays out there. When we were dead in our trespasses, in our sins, he made us alive through Christ. The God of second chances. Do you need a second chance right now in your life? Most of us need a second opportunity to get it right. He is rich in mercy, love, and grace, and he especially delights in mercy. Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passes by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retains not his anger forever because he delights in mercy, Micah 7 and verse 18. How many times can we be forgiven by God? Oh, from a human perspective, what might we say? Peter asked Jesus one time when he was with Jesus during his public ministry upon this earth before he went to the cross, how many times shall I forgive my brother if he sins against me? And Peter suggested seven times. And he probably thought speaking as a human being seven times forgiving the one who has sinned against me that that's rather magnanimous i'm sure showing you know a a willing heart to forgive there if i'd be willing to forgive up to seven times i don't think he expected jesus's response jesus said seven times 70 you shall forgive And Jesus wasn't giving a hard and fast number there. How many times would seven times 70 be? 490 times. But I believe we're to understand what Jesus was saying. As long as your brother comes to you in sincere repentance, seeking your forgiveness for having wronged you, you forgive. How many times do we need God's forgiveness? Do you think any of us would want him to stop at 490 times? forgiving us, of of messing up here and there, even after we have become Christians baptized into Christ? Do you think any of us only messes up 490 times in our whole life after becoming a Christian? (laughs) We need God's grace. We need God's mercy. We need a second chance from God on an ongoing basis, don't we? God is the God of second chances. Do you need one right now? Do you need a second chance? Is something going on in your life that you're struggling with? Have you messed up somewhere along the line? Maybe you messed up earlier today. Maybe you think it's hopeless. No. God is a God of second chances but you've got to come to him for that second chance. You've got to come to him in repentance and seeking his forgiveness in the way you need to. First, by being baptized into Christ so the blood he shed on the cross can cleanse you of the guilt of your sins. And after that, having become a Christian, born again, you're still going to mess up from time to time. But God's ready to give you another chance. If you repent of your sins and come to him in prayer, asking his forgiveness in true repentance. We'll study a little bit deeper next time about our God, the God of second chances. Let's pray. Father, thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for being so patient with us and merciful and so gracious. Thank you, Father, for giving us another chance when we come to you in repentance seeking your forgiveness and strength and guidance to get back on track. Praise be to you, Father. Please forgive us in a prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.